Welcome to the Walking Gamer Podcast, episode 16, Skyrim Dishonored. Uh, I'm Steph, and here is Mr. Ramu. Hello. Mr. Ferg. They did it, not me. And Mr. Dead. Hello. Um, so, we're changing up the, the way we're doing this a little bit today. We're going to aim for a slightly shorter episode, uh, tighten things up a bit, so hopefully you'll enjoy. Uh, it'd be great to have any... You at? got tighter pants on. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if you want to, you know, let uh, let us know what you think. Do it; it'd be good. Um, so we're gonna sort of rush through the gaming news a bit today, and we're gonna focus on a couple of topics in a bit more detail. So today, we're just gonna talk about the gaming news to start off with. So I mean, there's a couple of things that have that have come out this week. Um, I think the the biggest one to you know that 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 sort of hit the hit the news um, is because of uh, the blizzards. Con. Um, and basically, they've uh, been talking about Diablo 3. Uh, it's BlizzCon, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have their own, yeah, they've got got their own... They, they have their own conference. conference. Good Good for them. They don't ever release news, I don't think, at E3 or places, do they? It's no, it's of, usually... It's totally no, they do at BlizzCon. They've got their own event. Yeah. Why bother with someone else's? It's usually quite well, good. They we're get... that big and important. They get some really good bands to close it as well. They've had the Foo Fighters and Tenacious D, <laughs> um, and some others that I can't remember off the top of my head. Ooh la di da! They're letting the rock star <laughs> it's, it's actually quite good because you can buy a digital ticket for twenty five quid to see a band that you might like, effectively live from and, America. And put up with the rest of the Blizzard stuff. Yes, but if you're a Blizzard <laughs> fan, and watch the back of people's heads as they look at at, at, at games that you'd be better off just playing at home. Effectively, yes, but if you're a Blizzard much, fan, yeah. they also give you a load of digital goods for the games that you own. Well, I know you're a Ooh. fan, Ed, so did you buy a ticket this year? Uh, I didn't this year. It snuck up on me. Uh, have you been before? I haven't been, no. I'd like to go. But have it's... you been digitally? Uh, yes. The the year that uh, Tenacious D was the closing act. I can't sure. remember what year that was. And also the Foo Fighters as well, which was the following year. Mm. Okay. Mm. Right, so, <laughs> Blizzard News. Diablo 3, so, I mean, they did talk a bit about Overwatch as well, they got a new champion out and that kind of thing. Um, I don't think any of us are that into Overwatch at the moment, although it's a big, it is a big thing. It's, um, it's a fun game to play, I'll play it every now and then, but I'm not it may well. dedicated to it like, like one of my friends is, he's very, very dedicated to playing it. How's that working out for him, being dedicated to playing Overwatch? Is it got a very competitive scene? Do you get rankings? They've got yep. a ranking leaderboard. There was one before it went official as well, but he got quite high up it. He was enjoying quite a spell at being the best player in that class. Wow. It, has, it has some similarities to... It's like a cross almost between Counter-Strike, World of Warcraft and a MOBA. Right. I've I've played a bit of it, and I like certainly in terms of mid maxing and workout champions and things. It's very very kind of I can see how someone could dedicate time to it. Basically, yeah. it it may well become the next you know the next big thing. I I don't know. I'll have to watch this space, but it could it it has. You I can feel see it's, it's got its a potential. Bit. Yeah, I'd right. say it's got a lot of potential. I mean, I played the beta for the Overwatch. 
And, mm. and I really enjoyed the time I played on the beta because though it was a focused multiplayer game, which normally I don't get on with just because my skills are <laughs> just so poor, but it actually felt like you could get into it without... It plays like Halo. Yeah, like... you actually had a chance, though. That was my point. Even if like, <laughs> you're maybe not the best player in the world, you can still hold your own. Yeah, I think oh. it's I think it's because people are healthy though. Like you, it, like in Counter Strike, you can die very quickly. Yeah, but it plays a lot more like Halo, where where basically you you seem to have more health, and the controls are just really fluid in that kind of Halo we way. Yeah, it was a, a pleasure to control. But anyway, Diablo three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the original point. Yes, back to the original point. So there's this. This is quite big news for people that play Diablo 2. I I used to love Diablo 2 back in the day. I wasn't as keen on Diablo 3, but maybe I just got old. They're releasing a new class called the Necromancer, which was in Diablo 2. An old, actually. yeah, an old class. Yeah, no, but it was my favourite in Diablo 2 because you used to be All able right. to uh, spawn like shit tons of skeletons. And you'd have like and 20 golems. skeletons following you around, and golems and all sorts and of stuff. Bone walls. Really. Ah, awesome. Because, I mean, I'm a big fan of Diablo 3. I really enjoy that. The one thing I wish that they, they won't do is that I wish they'd put the season play onto the uh, Xbox One and PS4, but I'm sure they've turned around at some point and said they're never going to introduce season play to them. Any reasons why? I can't remember the reason they said that. I think they just turned around and said, oh, because consoles are different to PCs. Might be worth explaining what season play is as well, for people that don't know. It's almost like a, a ranking thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a, a ranking. You start the season on level one with a, a brand new character you create just to play the season. Empty inventory, and then you race to level 70, and then keep, well, farming the loot and getting better stuff, and, and keep playing your way through till the end of the season to achieve as much as possible, so it's a way of uh, making the game fresh again. As well as that, they include like uh, generally a patch with, oh, we've changed these gear items, we've balanced this stuff, etc, etc. It is like a, a way of it's kinda like the game. It's the same model that they use for some of the uh, survival sandbox games like Seven Days to Die and Rust with resetting the server every once in a while. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, in their case, it's for early access purposes, but you can reset the server whenever you want. Just start from scratch and it sets you, you know, uh, you, know you, you can go about things in a very different manner. Yeah, sometimes. but if, I mean, if you do the season play on PC, it'll track all your achievements through the game and say, oh, they you've do done on, this uh, much. Right, this so it's, many, a full, uh, it's fully tracked things. then. Yeah. Yeah, they do it on a game called Path of Exile as well on PC, which is very popular with with some people. Uh, it's very Diablo-esque kind of game. Ah, right. But I, again, I I wonder whether they just don't think for them it's beneficial because obviously with Overwatch it's the first time that they've they've personally I think taken an active interest in their one of their games being an esport. I don't think. They personally supported StarCraft very much no. as an esport. I think it was the community that did it. I'm not 
don't want to just come out with that. You know, that's what I, th I think. It was I always got the impression that the, the community took the lead with StarCraft. Yeah. And yeah. sort of tournament. I that. think I think it became its own entity a lot faster than anything a corporation could come up with. I think that was because of the nature of the game and the way that the players are. They wanted that kind of chess tournament uh, scenario going, and it works. It works very very easily, and I could see that becoming its own thing and setting a few bars as well, as far as tournaments are concerned. And they, yeah. they've sort of written some of the rules when it comes to the way that tournaments are even formatted now. So, yeah, yeah kudos to StarCraft. StarCraft as well was always more geared towards competitive play. With this Diablo, it might be a competition, but kind of slightly removed from it. Because yeah. it's not particularly PvP-focused. So. No, it's not. So, I mean, that's 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 a cool thing with Diablo 3. I mean, they've also talked about releasing Diablo 1 inside the game. That's pretty cool. The original cool. Diablo 1. Because I played all of the first Diablo and loved it. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit dated now, but it was... It At was the time, that was awesome. That's purely for the retro games. gamers. I don't know. I think I think if it's done up, because they'll be doing it in the in their their Diablo three engine, so it might introduce a lot of people to it that they didn't experience it the first time. Because I remember as a kid playing that game uh, when it first came out, and I was fairly young. I probably shouldn't have been playing it because it was. I did find it quite shocking as a kid. Uh, <laughs> it, okay. It was quite brutal, you know. I mean, the enemies explode in a violent cascade of. Blood and gold. Yeah, ball of gore, okay. The music was dark and it was grim, like it was really... What had you been playing before that? Chucky Egg? You were. Who were you playing beforehand? Dizzy? No, you... Like, no, My Little weird. Pony? Spyro no, 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 the back, Dragon? Back then, games like Diablo and Grand Theft Auto, the original Grand Theft Auto, were really graphic. Like, even though you look back at them now and think, nah, like... For computer games, they were seriously... Yeah, the original uh, GTA, you ran over a bunch of the, the monks, and Harry then it said Garanga on the screen. Yeah, Garanga. Yeah, Garanga. Like, well yeah. <laughs> yes. But back then, like, that was pretty gruesome for a game. I mean, you had the likes of Carmageddon as well, didn't you, and things. Yeah, but the, yeah, that's 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 Diablo 3. I think we've probably beaten that horse to its, to its death, yes. really. Now, I'm guessing you guys didn't see this. Because you guys don't seem as keen on Mass Effect as I am. Not even uh, remotely. Yeah. yeah they're going to have to sell this one to me to even get me to look sideways at it now. Well, I mean, they're certainly going right. We're doing it totally different. Um, so they, they released a trailer, uh, I think, today or a couple of days ago. So it would have been the 6th or the 7th um, of November. And it's a trailer called, uh, I think, Initiative. Um, and basically, it's just describing really. It's 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 a character talking to you on the moon, um, and describing how you know what uh, what's going to happen to you. And the idea is, is that for some unknown reason that you don't know, you and a lot of um, the other alien races are going to be put into cryo sleep for the next six hundred years and travel to the nearest uh, galaxy, which is the Andromeda ga uh, galaxy. Right. You're going to go explore that and colonize it. I mean, we don't really know exactly what time it is when she tells you that, so we, we can't completely put it in a place in history in Mass Effect, but I'm assuming... Well, I, I've got a spoiler for that, actually. 
and uh, the reason oh, really? why everyone's uh, being put to sleep and travelling to another galaxy. Please do tell. Well, it's because they've all decided they can no longer live in a galaxy where the Kardashians get season after season and Firefly and Limitless get canned after one season. That's it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. And the ending of Lost. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Seriously. That, that was that when they started the construction of the ship. Yeah. It's it's in go it's going on now, but just don't get in the way, okay? Seriously. Just... <laughs> oh god. Gonna take some time. I'm sure that there'll be listeners out there listening to this that are big fans of Bioware. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I, right here. Yeah. Bioware guys, seriously. Woo. But you know, I mean, they have lost their way a bit. Like we can all agree that. Have they? Well, they're certainly have making they more really? money than they ever made. Mm. I don't there know are if certain they... things. I wouldn't. They're making the money, yes. Have they lost their way? No. I wouldn't go so far as to say that because at the end of the day, they are. Com they have made Very several successful. engines, all of which have ultimately been successful in their in their utilization. Well, they have still there. got. They're still playing them. So, uh, you know, they're still playing games like Star Wars: Old Republic, um, as a memorpaga. And there's still new stuff coming out for it, so EA is still giving a toss about it, and BioWare still can say, yep, that one's ours too. So I'm very much looking forward to what BioWare comes out with next, because wherever they're, you know, I can't, which of the BioWare studios, out of curiosity, is actually doing this one? Reason why I will turn and pay in, is it actually BioWare that's doing Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah, of course. Which studio? Is it oh, one of the two one. EA ones or the one in Canada? Probably the one in Canada. I, I don't know. why. I want to know. If it's the one in Canada, okay, you've piqued my interest. I want to see what they're going to come out with. Because right there is where some of the key players ended up from the original Mass Effect games. I think it's their baby, isn't it? Mass Effect. So yeah. Come on, yep. They At the end of the day, Microprose were the age. ones that originally published Mass Effect. And as far as I'm concerned, Mass Effect 1 still stands as an absolutely outstanding game. It was I, a I fantastic... The three. Which is hilarious. <laughs> because as far as it goes, that was the most important baseline that you'd have for the engine. The whole engine. Yeah. Think about it. Bioware had never done anything... Any, Anything even remotely like that before? They had P like Kotor was exactly yeah. the same game, was it? but not as pretty. Was it? Jade Empire as a, as an over the yeah, shoulder shooter, as a as a third person shooter? Oh, no, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yes, you include an entirely different movement dynamic. You're not moving with a mouse. This isn't a yeah, point and click adventure. In, in, in Mass Effect, is so awful. It's a completely different user interface. Yeah. You are dealing with an entirely different mechanic, built from the ground up. So no, yes, okay. The one thing it has in common is its social interactions. Uses the well, same. They haven't got past the. They haven't got past the social wheel for for about ten years, have they? No. They've just built on it every once in a while. But let's be honest. You know, they've got I, mean, a lot... I do like it. I, I, I don't want to shit on Bioware because actually they're, they're one of the few companies where I will go out and I'll buy, you know, like Dragon, the newest Dragon Age I played through, Mass Effect 3 I played most of 
Like, I actually still, like... A lot of fan loyalty still out there. One, even if people have issues with with their more recent titles, uh, when it comes down to it, there's no other company that makes games that are actually in that class and that good story-wise. Whether you like some of the gameplay mechanics, or you have issues... Okay, I'll go back to Star Wars KOTOR any day of the week. Well, I mean, they're meant to be remastering that. They're meant to be remastering that. don't need to, but I'll I'll definitely look at it. No, they do, because... They, because... What what would they they do to remaster it? Make it look prettier? No, No, there's a whole generation of gamers that haven't had the opportunity to play it. Plus, on top of that, it was a beautiful expression of its time. Look at it. It was a perfect example of the TSR had just taken over. Okay, here comes some geek time, folks. TSR had taken over. They bought Dungeons & Dragons, and they released the D20 system, an open-source role-playing game license. You could Any company could purchase up the D20 license and do it. And yes, Star Wars threw in there. After the death of West End Games... Oh, praise West End Games. That's all you're getting, by the way. West End Games was gone, so why not? LucasArts did exactly what it did with Lucas Books and published its own D20 system of Star Wars. Star Wars KOTOR uses the D20 system quite avidly throughout the entire game mechanic. Is, oh, yeah. It is an absolute conversion. Feats and all. It's absolutely bang on. You, That is... An insanely clever piece of work to do. Now you look at Mass Effect; it's nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sorry, my case question mate. <clears throat> with this new Mass Effect Andromeda, because I don't think me, Ferg, and Dead have followed it as closely as you, Steph. What's the hook? What's the big hook that's mm. drawing people to this game? Shepherd's love child. No. Uh, <laughs> we say it's not Shepherd's love child. No, I, any I, of them. Think it is. I think I think they've gone. I think they want to do kind of a soft reboot of the franchise, essentially. Oh no! Well, no, because I mean they're they're they're, they're essentially like. Mass Effect 3 still happened and all of that, but they're going, right, we're doing a new story. All right, it's, it's just basically, yeah, system. that happened, we're now moving on. We've moved on, well, that happened. Well, yeah, and it's totally yeah. moved on, because, you know, We've the, the, the ending of Mass Effect 3 is not, not, not going to be relevant to this story. You don't actually need to know what happened at the end of Mass Effect, Mass Effect 3, which is good, because there were three different endings. So, okay, um, what do you think? Okay, in that case, I'm going to throw this one on you, just so we can move on a little bit. If Mass Effect Andromeda is going to be so very, very heavy on the story, because there's going to be a lot of introduction and possibly a a snuff of of exposition thrown in there for good measure, Mm. character introductions and all the rest of it, it's a big first step. Are they going to bother with multiplayer? Since the engine is technically already there, are they going to do it? And is EA going to milk for that bloody microtransaction bullshit again? I think yes. Probably. I mean, I, I have, I have, a, I do have certain reservations about Mass Effect and Dropout. I think I'll definitely enjoy it either way. But my biggest concern is that they're going to take a leaf out of Dragon Age Inquisition. And what I disliked about that game, although I liked it a lot, was that well they had multiplayer in that which I don't even want to go into because it's an absolute oh that was a travesty. Joke. 
It was. I don't. I'm not. I, look, let's not go there because I could do a whole bloody episode yeah, on that. We'll, yeah, we'll leave uh, that for another discussion. But, but my. But I don't. I'm not bothered about multiplayer. To be perfectly honest, in in Bioware games, anyway. But in in terms of the the story, they. Own it. Like it was a good game, and the story was good in Dragon Age, and there's quite a lot of story. But what I hated about um, the game was, and what always stopped me from ever finishing it was, I mean, it was really detailed story, really, really good. Was. But then you you had these really big maps, which sounds great. Oh, there's lots to do, lots to explore. Da da da. And this whole new game is about exploration, right? You're an explorer. That's who you are. You're not like Shepard. You're you're an explorer first right. and foremost. What concerns me is Dragon Age Inquisition was very much about exploring, and it felt like uh, playing an MMO where you go from area to area to area in a zone, yeah, and you're ticking off fetch quests, and you're uh, going to points of interest, and, and, and all the, these kind of things, and it's like... Why are we doing this in an RPG? Like The MMO it's, it's... without the MM. Yeah, and MMOs, like, <laughs> oh, oh. everyone hates that. Oh, God, MMOs. that like, would be it. the very definition of the worst game. That would be hell. That would be gaming hell for me. Well, who plays an MMO to do the questing? Unless you're playing something like, like um, Star Wars The Old Republic, where... At least the class stories were good. Yeah. But again, it still has loads of fetch quests and loads of these like filler stuff. That I just think, why do you bother? Like, take a take a leaf out of The Witcher 3's book. And I didn't even complete The Witcher 3. I don't have the time for that game. I think it's very good and the story's very good. But I just it didn't wow. Really was it just okay. too big? But well, no. I just I didn't have enough time. The story itself. I'm not that into the character. I don't relate to him. The story's um, about uh, 230 hours long. Uh, oh! yeah, it's, but wow. it's a really good game. Like I'm not saying The Witch 3 is bad, and that's why I'm saying that Bioware should take a leaf out of their book because their side missions are really well detailed. Like I, I mean, I'm not. Mind you, I say that, but you know what? I've just, I've just realised I've sunk in a. It, it's I think now in excess of 250 hours into Fallout 4. So you know what? Fine. Okay. I'm game with that kind of hours, and 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 yeah, I've I've, and that's when I'm just making my own quest up. As long as it's not too grindy, I'm <coughs> fine. All right, okay. Well, the witch uh, does well, it really well. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Um, right, so we'll move on from that then. Yes. <laughs> um, you go for go. Games we're looking forward to. Actually, no, you go. It's Final Fantasy. Uh, actually, no, let's start in chronologically. Uh, we've got the uh, 11th of November. For us, is only a couple of days away, but we have Dishonored 2 coming out. And, oh, my God, I'm looking forward to that. I can't afford it on release, but, by God, I am so looking forward to it. I actually really enjoyed the first one. It is, it's not a guilty yeah. pleasure. I actually enjoyed it. I know it felt short. In some cases, it felt too easy. But I still really enjoyed it. The really journey was good. It. Yeah, it really was. And I, I got the sneaking suspicion that this next journey will be another real jaunt into a very dark and very bleak place. So what's <laughs> the setup for Dishonored 2? I'm not rightly sure. All I've yeah. seen is a selection of trailers, but I keep on seeing Emily turning up yeah are you going to be able to play corvo or emily or i'm wondering if you can play they're, both they're on the what box they're both on the box for the yeah. edition 
I think I think we should like explain as well to the audience what Dishonored Two is. Yeah. Because it's it's all well and good talk about details yes. about Dishonored One, but like I only played Dishonored briefly. I Dishonored no Two is uh, the sequel to Dishonored, a stel a first person stealth em up. You play, or at least in the first one, you played Corvo, uh, the protector of the Empress, and and also, you know, lover and father to a child. Um, uh, the child is kidnapped, and your beautiful Empress is killed before your very eyes, and you are framed for it. Cut a long story You're short, you are dishonored. Bomb, bomb, bomb. And the game mechanics are, from what I remember, it's kind of first person, uh, you, there's a lot of stealth. Involved. Very like Thief. If you like Thief, games yeah. like Thief, you're in for a treat. Uh, Dishonored 2 is, essentially, Corvo basically goes about his business avenging uh, his wife and trying to find his daughter with the aids of some very dark and powerful creatures of the night, one of which allows him to control shadows and rats, elements of horror, to elude and completely destroy his enemy. And on top of that, he's rather a dab hand with pretty much anything he can get his mitts onto and turn into a weapon. Uh, and the idea of Emily returning in Dishonored 2 and turning out to be basically the female equivalent of an uh, of some kind of ghastly wraith of vengeance just... Wow, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> the story is going to be wicked. So, yes. Um, then on the 15th of November, Watch Dogs 2, folks. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Good. I'm thinking it's going to be a definite improvement on the first one. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the first one. but I enjoyed the first one, but I, I really like the idea of the multiplayer on... Uh, Watchdogs too. Beep beep beep. Yep. Three minutes remaining, chaps. Right next then. Beep. Right. December second. Steep. We talked about steep a fair bit. It looks a lot of fun. Skiing, snowboarding, and kind of what do they call it? Wingsuits. Um, yeah. yeah, wingsuits. 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 Like, I'd like. like I'd like to go with that. And it's a Christmas, like December the second. It's like this is a nice game to get over Christmas, and yeah. you know, get a bit bored of the family, go play it. Yeah, people go, oh, what's that? That's amazing. <laughs> I imagine the online for that is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we've got um, Last Guardian on the sixth of December. No idea what that is. Oh. oh, well, you should. Uh, from the makers of Shadow uh, of the Colossus and. Finally released. They're, they're, they're going to release a game that's been in development for like ten years. Holy yeah. shit! Okay. Wow. Oh my god. Right. Okay. Okay. No. No more. No more. I'm going to go and look into that later. That yeah. Sorry, I had not heard of this. I apologise profusely. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll go into a bit more detail about that another episode because I think I think that one's worth a bit of a look. I, at I think, think we need to look at, at that at a later time. Yeah, I think that's going to yeah. earn its own discussion in its own right. We've also got. We've got Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. We get the fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, don't care. Exactly. Uh, it's doing its second top-selling game this year after FIFA 17, so it's it's, it's it? beating Battlefield. It, uh, it's sure. picking the yeah. boxes. Uh, although it's a drop of 48% compared to Black Ops 3 
uh, in its second week, so it's not it's not doing as well. Oh no, it's not as again, big, but still you know, all the fans I have mean, bought it. It is what it is. I mean, some people love it, and if they love it, that's great. If you're a Call of Duty fan, then you probably you already, already know. Probably realize it's the same game. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> you you already know yeah. more than us. Well, stroke your psychotic tendencies. That's fine. We understand. Um, Final Fantasy 15 on yeah, the 29th. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't wait for this. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I, at this point, I mean, I'd reckon if you're looking forward to it, the sixth anime episode is out on the Final Fantasy uh, channel on YouTube. I would watch oh, all good. of those and watch um, the film as well. Um, I enjoyed yeah, the, the film. The film's pretty good. Um, it's not the best yeah. film ever, but in terms of setting up the, the plot and the mythology, it's it, cool. It's a good yeah, setup, Yeah, I really though. liked it. It gave me a lot of hope for a Final Fantasy game. So, um, there's also, if you want to check out anything on it, just have a look on the internet, because this game has probably got the most released gameplay and trailers of any game that's ever been in development. Like, I'm not even joking. There's like... There's probably like two days worth of different footage of this game um, in all sorts of detail yeah. like if you want to check it out. Um, but again, we Three, two, one, bang! That's it, folks. That that That's 30 minutes. We're on the fifth. Right, okay. Moving on. Clearing the clock. That's all right. Two, 15 <laughs> minutes. Okay, folks. Right, now we've got a bit of a question. This is something we were kind of going to go kind of introducing. We're playing with the format, like uh, Steph said. We're, but we're, um, we were now going to suggest going into two 15-minute discussions. We're going to name a topic, and then we were basically going to have a rant. However, what we won't normally tell you is that, unfortunately, we missed a ton of stuff that we were going to talk about. So, the first option is discussions. One of the things we were going to talk about was going to be Skyrim. Remastered opinions and what this actually is with regards to everything or and uh, The other one was games that we were going to play this week But is there anything in those subjects that you'd like to throw in there because I've got a little bit about VR simulation games that are coming out at the moment that's yeah VRs really just had a sort of a, a bump in direction if anybody wants to talk about VR again do we want to talk about VR yeah. again, or do you want to skip that puppy? Mm, I, we talked a lot about VR last week. Did? Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. cool. We'll leave that um, for now. We, uh, yes, Skyrim Remastered. It was something that we were going to review anyway. I think we can skip World of Final Fantasy for the time being. We've kind of covered enough of... We, we haven't really managed to sink any time into that, have you? No, I mean, with World of Final Fantasy, it's, I've got it. I've actually... I got that and Skyrim Remastered, and unfortunately, I, I've not had loads of time, and I've ended up just getting, like, oh, I'll try Skyrim Remastered, and that's just dragged me in. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> totally. So, it, I mean, and I've played it before. It's not like it's anything new. It's like the graphics aren't even that... I mean, they're much better, but they're not really that much better. Right, it's okay. Just, In that case, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to stop you there. I'm going to start the 15-minute timer. First discussion, Skyrim. Hello. All right, 15 minutes starting. So, who's got Skyrim Remastered and on what platform? Me on PC. Me on, no. me on PS4. I have access to it, but I've okay. not started. All right, okay. 
So, what do you guys know about this version of Skyrim? I mean, what, what's, so, what's so important about Skyrim Remastered, do you think? Uh, okay, a smaller feature than you might think <laughs> on this it. version, if you want my opinion. The ah. modern community. But there isn't one yet. Oh, it's only that, just I mean, fun. a lot of people have been pre-preparing on, on PC. Um, and redesigning a lot of programs so it was 64-bit. Do you think the modding community is going to go back to Skyrim? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. Do you think the new additions to the Skyrim core files is... I don't know. I, I actually really quite like it. And yes, I do think the modding community is going to go back to, to, to have another bash at Skyrim. I actually think we could see some really, really impressive pieces. And this is a really... I've I've got nothing but love for Bethesda right now. I really do. I think this is a magnificent step forward for not only Skyrim but generally the engine itself. There's also a new generation of uh, modders coming through as well that have never played Skyrim. Yeah. This will be their learning tool. This is where they start. I think a lot of people are forgetting that the learning process is constant. There are going to be people that aren't going to be starting with your antiquated and technically obsolete stuff <laughs> and also, starting uh, in at 64-bit. They're not going to be worried about having one to two dragons on the sky. They're going to be worried about having, I don't know, fields of orcs screaming at you all at the same time. I mean, think of the battles you can have between a 32-bit version of Skyrim and a 64-bit version of Skyrim. Think of the battles. <laughs> Think of the wars. Hmm. So if you've been playing it, have you noticed big differences? Define big differences. Visually? Well, like you said, say, rather than just fighting no, the one no, dragon, no, he's fighting same, now no. a sky exactly No, but that's game. what's possible. It is exactly, yeah, it is exactly the same game in its playability, I don't think there's actually any extra new content as such. Wouldn't actually recommend, like... It... This is where it gets complicated with Skyrim. I recommend it to someone who's, like, played it recently, like the original Or anybody version. that's on a console. Certainly not a PlayStation 4. Well, I don't agree with that. Really? Yeah, because I think that quite a large, like, mods as a concept on a console incredibly new. I don't think many people are buying Skyrim Remastered on a PS4 or Xbox to play mods. I think a small number of people are. The, well, the people on the PlayStation 4 definitely aren't. Well, yeah, but I don't... I mean, I mean, if I look at my Facebook, loads of people have been talking about Skyrim, and no one's really bothered about the modding on consoles. Because they, they're not bothered, they just want a pretty Skyrim. And that's, like... Awesome, they have like... to buy an, a whole new disc for it. It's not like it's a free download. It's no, a whole. Of course. Of course, it's a I full get, price like, game. So if they've might... already got it, what's the point? Well, some yeah, might not pretty. Have it, and some people like having it on the shelf, don't they? The new shiny version. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, they, yeah. They, they do. I mean, I've, I've, I've got Skyrim. Got that big enough the Skyrim. pocket. I, no, that, I, I don't agree. I mean, I've, I've got the original Skyrim on PC, and I've had some issues with my PC in terms of running it. 
So I've gone and got it on PlayStation 4, the remastered version, even though I can play remastered on my PC, because because it crashes on me. But you know, also like I, you know, like it's a different way of playing, isn't it? If you're sat at a computer table, desk, playing a computer game with a mouse and keyboard, and I know you can get controller support for Skyrim on the PC, but still, like, not everyone has got their computer in their bedroom, have they? Some of them have got it at a desk, at a table. It's a very different experience to sitting on sitting on the couch, uh, you know. Because, I don't know, that's yeah. exactly what I do when I'm gaming. Oh, it's, it's very, it's, it's very different. It's quite, it's like a different way of playing if you just sat on the couch with a controller. Like, I'm sat on the couch with a keyboard and mouse. Well, you might be, but not a lot of people have got like wireless keyboards and things that they've got sat on their, their lap. Or oh, I just trail wires everywhere and trip people over. <laughs> You're forgetting I'm a twat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, most people buy consoles for the... For, for the yeah, that's the technical you know, like term, the, kids. I don't know, the, 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 it's easier in a lot of ways, like it just runs games instead of needing more money to kind of upgrade it and it, you know. Maintenance. Maintenance, yeah. I, I, I'm to admit, play, like... I, I think that this version of Skyrim, I mean for the PC players it's, it's pure win because it was entirely free for us. I can't complain as far as I'm concerned, this is just DLC come plus, this is lovely jubbly. Just seeing the whole thing turn up on my system was like, yes. Um, with all the DLC, get in, laughing, buckets of snot, and yes, I'm going to be going back to Skyrim. The missus and I are just waiting for a, a spare month for that to be able to be open. But just going through the intro <laughs> sequence, creating the characters, looking at how the characters look, just wandering around with, you know, having a Skyrim with volumetric fog kind of helps, like the yeah. very distinct lighting sequences. If you're looking for an actual, if you're looking for an actual description, it's it's not a hard and fast color shift. You're looking at very, very subtle textures rolling over one another. It's so small that you might not even realize it's bloody happening. Well, a lot of it people looks said... gorgeous, though. A lot of people said it's how it's how you remember Skyrim to be. So it, I think a lot of people <coughs> will be like, "Oh, it looks the same when they play it," because yeah, it's it's how they remember it looking yeah. when they first loaded it. They've coloured yeah. in the yeah, dots they're colouring in the other dots. They're hoping that you know they're working it out. But to be perfectly honest, that's exactly the point. And if you look, I mean, there's plenty of comparison fo uh, photos on the internet if you really want to go and look. And if you see it and it looks kind of dull, I just want to remind you, you're looking at a very small picture of something that probably isn't the correct resolution to begin with, and that you're not really getting the full whammy that is um, Alduin turning up in full gorgeous, you know, 60 frames per second, um, you know, re-rendering. That's it's oh, it's gorgeous. It really is. I actually kind of missed it. I'm not missing the first walk up to that bloody mountain full of druids <laughs> to learn how to talk to dragons. But fucking <laughs> grind. I mean, I think I think the thing is with the modding as well is like it's definitely much worse on the uh, PlayStation Four. Um, but I think. They both have these gigabyte limit caps, and I think 
the really interesting mods for Skyrim. Um, you know, like uh, I think it's called Endriel. Um, there are full-on game conversions of Skyrim um, that you won't be getting on on either console. I mean, if you want the true benefit of it being in 64-bit. Um, and you really want to explore mods in, in detail that give you massive new content. And I'm talking things like total conversions. The PC is still, like, the place to go for that. PC is always going to win yeah. out. Yeah. That's the way it is. Xbox um, is a bit better. Like, I'm sure you'll be able to get, like, some extra quests and things like that. And some, like... I'd be interested to see where Microsoft's going to go with this, because obviously... They're now going to, in order, unless they actually want to say, "All right, then, uh, you could." In that case, everybody on my, uh, anybody on an Xbox has full access to all of the internet stuff. You know, all of the mods for things like um, uh, Skyrim, and believe me, the number of mods available for Skyrim version That's is nice. insane. And I remember the Elder Scrolls. Uh, modding community and that was extensive with some unbelievably talented people throwing out incredibly large projects you know insane projects where they were crafting land off the shore of Morrowind you know full islands before the uh, you know the, the the expansions came out tribunal and um, uh, blood moon yeah before those came out, they were actually crafting islands into um, uh, crafting islands into the world uh, into the world map, well, and then again, building I mean, into really, and around. I, I mean, they're really cool mods. Um, they are going to be on PC. I mean, for example, they've been remaking um, Morrowind in the Skyrim engine, um, and it's. All of Morrowind, the whole game. All they, of they, they did it in Oblivion as well. Um, wow. Do they call it Mor Oblivion or something? But you, you, you can actually download like <laughs> Morrowind in the uh, Oblivion engine um, already, um, and now they're doing it for Skyrim. They, I think it's called Skywind. Um, so, so you can check that <laughs> out. But again, oh, like, right. oh, might have to. Yeah, but like, I, it hasn't come out for Skyrim yet, I don't think. Um, they haven't got it all sorted, but there's a lot of videos online, and they are building it. Um, so, I mean, again, like, I think it's great that we've got mods on, on both consoles, and it's a lot worse on PS4, but again, I don't, I don't think either's particularly great in terms of they're not, I don't think either's really going to support a full, like, a full modding community. Of, yeah, and the real it's a crying shame on. because uh, while I've got this opportunity, I mean, I've, I mean, Skyrim. Is, uh, the reason why I'm not currently playing Skyrim is because I'm playing Fallout Four, and the modding community on there's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm having to start again from scratch at the moment, so I can include all the DLC, Nuka World, all the rest of it, and only then, once I've done all of that, am I even going to consider using mods. Because I want to get to the end of the game, kind of thing. Um, but I know that by the time I'm there, I'm going to be opened to a world of beauty. Uh, and I know, I know a guy who can put me onto a couple of very interesting mods. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy with some mods. 
Oh my god, that's yeah. We're now entering into Cyberpunk 2020 territory. I think. Um, Can I put a little extra thing in here that's slightly unrelated, but just a very why not? You've, about you've, right, okay. Episode. You've got two minutes twenty. Go on, shoot. Okay, right. So I'd actually just come across some news just now while we were talking, uh, just clicking buttons while we were talking, and something appeared on my screen uh, from Eurogamer.net. Apparently, Mass Effect Andromeda starts off, they, they leave the Milky Way in 2185, which is the year that Mass, Effect's, Mass Effect 2's events conclude. And it's the same time that Lair of the Shadow uh. Broken DLC happens. So, All right. it's before Mass Effect 3 this happens. We're already basically so booking on route. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's we're leaving the in case. arrive in the Milky Way. So they heard Kardashians just yeah. got renewed again. They're like, Fuck All right. we're out of here, man. Okay, that one's a right, sus. A... Okay, let, that's brilliant. In that case, if I just uh, reset the clock. Right, so we have a second discussion. Uh, now, we can either revisit any of the other stuff that we never got round to doing, or... There is the second discussion, which was games we've been playing this week, which I kind of already entered at Fallout 4. I played a lot of Skyrim, played a bit of League. I don't know, I'm not very that interested <laughs> in what I've been up to. I've been playing a bit of Minecraft. You've gone back to Minecraft. Yep. What so? What have you been doing in Minecraft? Are you playing on your own or with a game? Uh, playing on a server, but up on my own. Um, just basically getting set up again because it's been a, a complete server reset. So yeah. So Actually, in that case, I, I've got a query here, yeah. guys. All four of us, because we've all had to do our own things. I mean, Rami, you you said you had been playing. Uh, you, you'd gone back to XCOM too because it was the most convenient one for you. Well, not gone back to I'm because oh. I came to the party late. Are we recording this oh. for it to come out on X though? Yeah. What? Are we recording this this conversation here? Yes. Oh right. Are you yeah. okay? Yeah, no, I'm, no, 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 I'm fine. I was just wondering. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, so <laughs> I, I'm. Yeah. My my query was this. Um, so we kind. I mean, I'm assuming Steph's. Said he's gone back to Skyrim. He's probably been hitting the League of Legends as well, but we won't talk of that, will we? Um, Dead. What have you <laughs> gone back to? Minecraft. And just Minecraft. Yes. We've all just gone back to other. Why haven't we been really kind of looking at? Has nothing recently really grabbed us past these titles? Have we really gone back to these titles because they're better than everything else out there at the moment? Oh, yeah. uh, it's mainly been a time constraint thing, I think. <laughs> for me, yes. Because I've waited yes. for XCOM 2 for ages. How far through are um, you? XCOM 2, man. So I love Firaxis. Not very. I, I'm, I'm not as far through as I'd like. Um, because uh, this weekend just gone, I ran a live role-playing event. Um, which uh, Spindle's actually... Oh, get in! Monster Ash for us. <laughs> So that was a really good laugh, but my that pretty much you had yes. a lot of pages in you have written up. Actually, a couple of weeks. Yes, yeah, I, I actually got to see your ref notes. That was actually kind of terrifying. 
Yeah. I was like looking at it, I was like 30 pages of holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> what is it? No, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, there was but, a bit there. There was a fair bit. Um, I suppose we should also mention, I mean, I think... Um, I think this might be a bit of a side side project, like. But like belatedly, the... it's also been Rami's birthday. He's yes. now officially old. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, I wasn't before. No, now you're Methuselah. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, mean, we okay. Did, uh, we did yeah, you're one month, one month older. That one makes month you back. old. <laughs> I mean, we did all, the, you know, we uh, th <laughs> three of us met up. Um, Ned wasn't able to make it, unfortunately, because it's quite a long distance. But um, me, Ferg, and Rami, and uh, a chap called Ben, who you may have heard on one of the Wonky Gamer videos at some random point. When um, when we played Worms. Yeah, and I um, League of Legends with, with Ben, and you can hear us getting upset in the background. Um, yes. But... Um, yeah, no, we. That's we, we the sound of and... men crying in their def hour of defeat. <laughs> but we all, we all played some board games for quite a long time, like a day and a night, basically. Um, yes. Which is yeah. really fun. Um, we covered things like game. Star Wars X Wing, um, which I can actually now totally see why that would be the uh, board game equivalent of an esport. Yeah. It has the same. It has the yeah. same watchable power as uh, something like uh, uh, Magic: The Gathering, but it's maybe a little bit more entertaining for the eyes yeah. if you don't want to have to squint at all the little cards on the screen. I, I don't know Magic: The Gathering that well. <laughs> I'm I'm putting that out there now. Oh, I do, but I have a lot I of do. issues with games like that, that where you where you can pay to win, basically. This is this is the part where we actually confess. When we say wonky gamer, we're trying to be specifically towards computer games, but we love all the games. Well, I think, we are I not... think yeah, we're what we might gamers. have a look at is actually having maybe we'll, we'll have to figure it out, but maybe having like a for anyone that wants to do it, maybe a monthly or two monthly like separate podcast on board games, because I think Ben would be really up for that, he's very knowledgeable uh, and people would probably be up for that but we could have that as a little yeah. separate thing because it would be good to do, but then I think it would be good to do as a separate thing where we can really get into that as a as a separate issue So hey, listen, uh, yeah, please well, listen, send us in your, your, your suggestions on that, because yeah. uh, what would you like to hear us do? I mean, we love doing the games, don't get us wrong, the games are fun, we get to really talk shite and it, yeah, games. Um, but would you like to hear more? <laughs> See what I did there? Well, also, we, we've got a lot of Anyone? different content coming up. Like, um, we are in the works of something. Uh, well, Ferg, Ferg is, is in charge of this, so I don't know uh, whether you want to mention what, it or not. What did I, what did yeah. I do? Tomorrow. What, what am I... What, what like, you're do, doing. Do you want to mention what, what we're doing what? tomorrow? Or not. Oh, oh, we're taking. Steps, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh shit. Well, actually, in that case, yes. With, with regards to this one, it's um, uh, I'm running Vampire: The Masquerade Second Edition for uh, five players, Steph and Rami included. Sorry, Dad, man, we love you, but it's not good days, is it? That's what it feels like playing Nintendo now. 
Where did Nintendo come from? Get in. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, we've got five players, Steph <laughs> and uh, Rami included, um, where they have been... Right, I'll, I suppose I'll sell the campaign to you. All of the players will start as humans with absolutely no knowledge of the world of darkness as per nauseam. They have all basically been allowed to make whatever human they like with pretty much any background, as long as they are in the middle of the city at a small diner at the corner of Fuller Street and Galloway at 8 p.m. From that point on, the game fully starts. And I've spent the last God knows how long <laughs> yeah. finally getting the king characters <laughs> created because I actually got round, thankfully, I've managed to get round to um, uh, doing a little very small prologue and walk through character creation with each player so they could get the fullest out of it. This is, so this has been a really fulfilling exercise for all of us. Um, it's, it's been fantastic. We've got some very interesting characters to look forward to. We have a serial killer. We have a cat burglar. We have a con artist of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've... Um, mm-hmm. And we... So we're all and uh, happy-go-lucky air hostess. And a happy-go-lucky air hostess. Nice. Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> an antiquities dealer. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to Steph. Yeah, listen to Steph the there. Oh, yeah, the antiquities dealer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a bit of his. <laughs> Thieving Jip, oh, bastard. <laughs> You wish you were as good as the cat burglar, though. <laughs> Seriously, your wallets are going missing <laughs> constantly. Well, mine. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Rubbish. If you've got a wallet, it's going for a walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just yeah. cut it back out of, out of the cat burglar. Yeah, uh, but they wish they were, they were oh, as good as yeah, me. Yeah. So yes, Vampire the Masquerade Second Edition. Um, we're we're going to be playing a selection of sessions of that over the internet. With any luck, we're going to be able to record them, which would be superb. Um, and it is going to be, be a working progress, isn't it? I mean, I think if 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 we yeah. have a recording of the first episode, yeah. it's probably just going to be. Is it just going to be audio referred? Do you reckon? I suspect it may just be audio. Yeah. But that's that's going to be. We, we, yeah. We'll. We'll see how that works out, but we'll, we'll probably work with work, audio yeah. first because uh, that makes it lighter and we can work out any other problems. If it turns out that we can go straight to video, that would be grand, but I just want to make spend sure. spend a lot of time. Say, so, like, like, yeah, yeah I, I, I reckon we'll, what will probably end up happening is I'm guessing... Someone's we'll speaker will go. Video, but not... Yeah. Same thing that happens with any record, like any group session. Someone, what? What do you say? Your mic's cut out. <laughs> I can't see you. Turn your camera on. Oh, for fuck's sake, they can't hear me now, can they? That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So we're, we're aiming to start at something like 7.30, 8 o'clock. But as any good GM knows, there's a very distinct chance that won't fucking happen. So get ready to hit the ground running the moment nah. you can grab the, all of their attention all at the same time. So, Steph, if you even think about looking sideways at League of Legends and lowering your <laughs> IQ at a, to an Olympically low level, don't. 
I, I will get eat a minus your carrot. Two to intelligence. <laughs> yeah. If you had any less intelligence, it wouldn't be a coma anymore. It would be good old-fashioned dead. <laughs> <laughs> there is yeah. no such thing as unintelligence. <laughs> but no, it's, and if um... there was, that'd be bad. <laughs> I don't know. I rock what unintelligence. Well. Actually, yeah, your yeah. character kind of does, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's not his fault. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's quite a bit of a side, um, a side thing that we're doing, really. I mean, I know that's not necessarily gaming news. I mean, it is kind of gaming news, actually. Um, it may be something else to check out. Yeah. It's I mean, maybe, yeah, it may be a chance playing. to look in on a game and actually remember how good it actually felt to play a game. Let's well, be honest. Well, and also, I'd really like. I'd recommend having a listen because I think. I mean, I, I'm completely new to this, this type of game, but I've been quite interested in it. And I think a lot of people um, are, uh, what's the word, quite shy about the concept of, or intimidated by, by these kind of games. So it might work. Yeah, you don't want to become one of these dark geeks. Come exactly, on. Exactly, yeah. If they, oh, dark, <laughs> the dark sorceries of the geekdom empire. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, because what we're going to be practicing, folks, that is some serious Plato bullshit right there. We're going to summon up the the, the soul of, of of something. Oh, God. Yeah. It's basically going to be like a Bioware side. game with a hell of a lot more creativity and random. Yeah. yeah. If you've never played a role-playing game, check it out. Get some mates. Pick up a book. Learn to read. Try again with a book. <laughs> yeah, in that order. In that order. Learn to read, then try again with a book. Um, yeah, got some words, got some numbers. Yeah, cool. Good for you. Good for you. I, you know, I think, I, I, I suppose, suppose that sums up that chat, really. I mean, you know, it's, that really it's, does. it's a bit of a random, random so, sort of... Uh... We, we sort yeah. of digressed there, but you know what? It's probably over to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... We've yeah, actually guess... got. We've still got two minutes left on the clock, folks. Do, do you bring up any last, or do you want to go for the wrap up? Final Fantasy Fifteen is going to be amazing. Your mum was amazing. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Final Fantasy Fifteen as well. Oh, it's coming it's out on Xbox, there. isn't it? I couldn't care yeah. less. You just got burned because of everything on your PS1. <laughs> How can you still be angry about that? That's yeah. been like 15 years ago. Come on, man. That that was... Because it was one of the first games that I went for completionist on. Do you want to explain what happened? Me. I, I have found this story quite interesting, actually. It'd be quite funny to hear it repeat. The fact that I played through the game for an obscene amount of time and got everything and leveled everything up and found every little secret hidden part of the game and saved at the last save point on two separate memory cards only to have both copies corrupt when I come this back to play it. No. You should have just played through, man. Should have just played through. Were they official Sony memory no. cards? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Hey, Sony. Mind you, how long have you been holding on to those memory cards out of curiosity? 
I have no, but absolutely how, no how idea. How old they were they? Those memory cards. Well, when I played it, the game had only just come out, and they were practically so. What you're telling me is that you're expecting a memory card like that to retain the information for... No, no, I think he they, they crashed after he'd done everything and he yes. tried to load them up it again. Just, they corrupted up unloading or something? Your save file has corrupted. Forget to eject the external drive. It was a pretty basic system of ejection back then, wasn't it? You just grabbed it and pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a technical joke. Some people got it. I know, I was a bit kinky. And being mean. <laughs> but, but yes, that's, yeah. that's why I hate Final Fantasy yeah. and Sony. But that wouldn't necessarily be Sony if the save itself corrupted. Wouldn't that be Square Enix? Because it's a data issue, it's not a hardware issue. Are you still sore over this? I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's an interesting to me. Are you really going back to play that ever again? I have zero interest in Final Fantasy. At the time, it was a really good game, but I just I have no interest. I tried to play, I think it was 8, eight and was it was, or was it 10? But I just wasn't interested at all. If I play a Final Fantasy game, didn't grip me. I only play it the once. As soon as I finish the story, that's it. I'm done. That's why I'm not buying another one, because it's just not worth it. I, I don't need to get everything. As well. Like, like, for, for me, one of the, like, when I was, I must have played Final Fantasy VII when I was about 11 or 12 years old, and that game back then for me was like, that and Zelda were massive, massive games. Like, I spent a long time playing and completing them, and they had like, a really big place in my heart. I mean, if, 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 if you look at, yeah, but, but, but did you see the reaction videos when Final Fantasy VII was... Like remastered was announced, people are, are, were literally crying. Like I didn't, I didn't personally cry, but I felt a tear in my heart. Um, but no, like people were really, really like so broken elated. up about it. Yeah, because they, they have this emotional connection of when they were a little kid, fifteen years ago, when it had such an impact on them. It's like, yeah, it's it's a big deal to some people. I mean, for me, it's it's a big deal to get to see that remastered and play it again. Yeah, sure, if you're a manga character. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they fuck it up, imagine that's, that's not going not gonna to go down well with those people. So They get a choice. They've already spent their hard-earned money on it. <laughs> it's why I'm dubious with any remastered. That's why I'm absolutely glad Skyrim remastered was absolutely free on PC. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. As much as I hate to say it, the modding community wins out entirely with this one. It's a pure, pure win. Love it. Across the board. Just Try topping on that Skyrim, one. It'd be interesting to see how many it's sold. Because I don't think the majority of people are buying remastered for... Um, for the catch is, on PC, they're not mm, buying it's it. It's been selling quite well. No, 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 I know that. I know that. But in, in, in terms of consoles, because I'm sure it's been selling well. Love to know that. Really? I'm not surprised. Like, it's Skyrim. Like, a lot of people just... Yeah. Wow. It's Skyrim. I suppose it makes for a really nice Christmas present. 
if you know a person hasn't got it, it would be the perfect Christmas present. But also, a lot of people wouldn't have played it for five years. And, like, and of course, yeah, like you pointed out, there are some people that won't have played it at all yet, simply because, like you said, five years. Well, there is an entire, there is an entire new clique of children that have been abused from thirteen and now eighteen. They're going like, I never got to play the original Skyrim. It had big, gooly bits and nasty stuff. But yeah. also, I think, I think, you too know, busy with Pokemon. Because it's been five years, like, I think some people would be like, oh, I had it on my PS3 five years ago, which is, or my Xbox 360, and it, that's sitting somewhere at my parents' house, and I'm now at uni with my PS4, and I would love to play that game again. I'll just buy it. Like, there will be a lot of people that, that are doing that. Yeah, I don't get that nostalgia thing. You what? I don't get the nostalgia thing. Anyway, yep. I think... Yeah, we're, we're kind of good here. Yes. I think that's probably the end of this podcast. I think we've covered it all. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> it would be good to get some feedback on, on what you guys, the community, think about the new format. Yeah, I mean, it, the new format. I mean, generally the two discussions will be specifically about games, but we thought we'd, like, diverge a bit because we have, I mean, we've probably invested a lot of time the majority of our time, actually, in the last week or two, playing board games, actually. Yeah, really yeah, was, yeah the most <laughs> gaming so time was board games. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and also and what... the vampire stuff, because, I mean, I've had a couple of late nights chatting to Ferg um, or listening in on other people's character creation. Um, yeah, I, I've given him full... Oh, nice. I've given him full... Because um, he wants to be a games master, I've given him full inclusion into uh, the majority of the notes... And you'll see the rest of the notes once certain elements in the story have occurred. And then he gets one to see absolutely everything. No spoilers, because no otherwise that kind of kills it for him. But he gets the full <laughs> notes for the entire first session so he can see how I'm hooking the players, how the character creation has basically yeah. run its course, and it gives him an idea as to how he can actually introduce the most difficult element of games mastering into his own game, namely the players. And I'm still working out whether I want to be a GM or more a player, yeah. to be honest. I mean, ah, you see, there's the trap. Yeah, sometimes you'll know it. You'll feel the calling. You'll yeah. feel the calling. But I mean, it is, it's an amazing, like, it, when, when, when you see it in action, if, if you do end up listening to it, it's, I mean, I've already seen how it works at least in the origin level that Ferg's done with everyone and how he's piecing everything together and it's quite cool really and quite amazing how that functions Ferg's doing a pretty interesting job of tying up lots of different characters and has a whole I plan of where it all goes like it's it's like I've got a plan <laughs> like yeah I've but you got, know what I mean you have like you I've have... worked like <laughs> like no, I put a whole mythology yeah. Like it's almost like he has a plan. You know, like you, you, you have something you're going off, and I'll I'll give you a hint. How long do you think it's taken me to come up with this story? Given how much you already know as players and as your characters, how long do you think I've already spent coming up with the city? Well, you've drawn a map, so that must have taken at least ten minutes. A little bit longer than ten minutes. Yeah, it's probably oh, taking. I'd give like it a good half an hour. Twenty hours. 
many hours? Actually, I'm including all the time you spent with people on Origin stuff. Maybe like. Oh, if we're going to include the Origin stuff, okay. Go on. What? No, because the way that you're posing this question suggests that actually you haven't really <laughs> spent that long. How long do you think? You're improvising on the fly. In, terms in of... some cases, yes, that's what GMing is. Because I think part of it as well is yeah, you said that the way about. that you do stories is you try and make it so everyone has fun, so you'll be getting a lot of ideas of where to go with it off the way people yeah. are reacting to what you're saying. Yes, but notice that I was stuff. ready for whatever your characters were. No matter yes. what you came up with, I was ready for them. Yeah. Doesn't matter what kind of character they came up with, you are all ready to go as a yeah. group. <laughs> you will have something in common. <laughs> you will all have something in common. You will all suddenly want to work right. together. And that, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the wonky gamer, as far as Fergus the wonky gamer is concerned, is the trick to GMing. Getting the players to actually want to work together. If you can conquer that with any and every game that you ever play, that's it. You've got it sussed. Now all you've got to do <laughs> is make them think they're doing what they want to do. Okay? Yeah. And on yeah. that note, we should probably end. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. We should tie, tie it but, up. Uh, Otherwise, spoilers. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to destroy the shit <laughs> out of you! <laughs> um, yes. Otherwise, yes. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be us at the Wonky Gamer for this episode, and yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, check out stuff. Au revoir. Take it easy. Be excellent with each other. Good evening. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs>